Welcome, welcome to the show. It is me, it is me, your girl, Labora Lee. And um, yeah, we got a few things to talk about today. First, this is our first, I guess, episode of Wired Wednesday, even though it's really kind of not, um, which I'll explain that to you in a second. Um, so it's not Wired Wednesday, it's Wired Wednesday, because we got some things to talk about. Um, this is our one hundred and 99th show um so um friday will be our one um 200th show um so yeah we've been at it for two years we've done almost 200 episodes i'm very very proud of the work we're doing over here and we want to try to keep it up but before i get into the shenanigans check this out if i can get it want last minute brand hold up Want last-minute brand design help? Get top-tier Fiverr freelance creatives at your fingertips, fast, with secure payment. Let me see. What does getting see. it all done actually look like? Oh, no. Wow. Well, I'll get to the commercial. What does getting it all done actually look not like? not going to do. A lot like this. Is we have Meet that. your next long shot. So, anyway, we forget that. Let's just jump into it. So, um... We got a few things to talk about today. The reason why it's Wired Wednesday is because what I find is with my audience, the people who download this podcast, um, a lot of people prefer... Hold up, y'all. A lot of people prefer... Want last-minute brand design help? I'll just reload this, but anyway. A lot of people prefer me these days i go on a little tangent about you know sex and love and matters of the heart and it's going on around here like i don't know what's happening check this out want last minute brand design help get top tier fiber freelance creatives at your fingertips fast with secure payments and 24-7 support. Head to Fiverr.com today and get something started. Okay, I'm back. I hate when stuff be going haywire over here because it drives me insane. But anyway, so, um, yeah, it's, it's good to talk the salacious talk, but um, we can't always talk about that. So we're going to get into some other things today. And, um, well, we're going to get in what we get into normally, but we're wired today. We 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 heard things through the wire and now we have to spread the love to you. So that's why today is Wired Wednesday. But remember everything on this podcast is alleged. We don't know. We weren't there. We weren't in the building at the time that it went down. We just don't know. So just we're alleging that things happened. Let me put that on the screen really quick because that needs to be said on repeat. It, everything is alleged. We don't know. We weren't there. Um, also, if I do decide to play music, which I probably won't today, because I usually try to save that for Fire Fridays, although we do have some new elements added to the situation, um, I have permission to play them. This is why I play them. I wouldn't play the music unless I had permission to play it. Um, please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast it's as simple as a click. It won't cost you anything. Um, it's not going to hurt you. Um, it's a lot of, we've done a lot of good shows that you'll be able to go back and check out old, old episodes if you haven't already. Um, we are on all streaming sites. Um, we do this show live on Facebook Live and on YouTube Live. And then you can always go back and watch the playback or go download the podcast and take a, take a gander. Listen, it won't hurt you. Also, remember to join the conversation. We love when you guys interact with us over here. And I say we because I'm not the only person that works on this podcast. Okay, by the way, um, I'm just, the, you know, the owner in the face. But, you know, I have extra help behind the scenes. Um, so uh, we, we love interaction and conversation um so drop a comment you know join the conversation um like i said we're on all streaming sites and if you would like to be a guest on the show it's very simple hold on put that out real quick too mm. hit us up um at ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com again hit us up ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com 
www.ambitiouslyambitious.com. And remember to go check out our website, which is www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Again, that's www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. All right, now that I got the who's who and the what's what's out of the way, let's get to the first thing that we got to talk about. I got a host of things to talk about today. So, Mr. Baby Maker himself, Mr. Nick Cannon, appears to be making plans to stop having children. What? Now... The reason why that's shocking to me, I'm going to start by saying that, is this. One thing I know about him is that um, he believes in the um, the word, and the word says be fruitful and multiply. Hold on, wait. Um, be fruitful and multiply. But um, so that's kind of shocking. And I'm all for... One is I'm all for troubled living. And if you can have babies, why not have them babies? You see what I'm saying? But anyway, let's get to the headline. So um, the talk show host, rapper, and comedian is expecting his eighth baby with Brie um, TC. However, he recently explained that he recently had a vasectomy consultation. He t- and This is what he told the Daily Pop. Okay. So I don't know. This is him speaking. I don't know if I would um, I would have designed it this way, but it's one of those things we when you're blessed with the gifts of children. And as we all know, I've been through so much. I find solace. I find peace in my children and I find purpose. So I'm not out here looking. He added, Um, I already went and got my vasectomy consultation. I ain't looking to populate the earth completely but i definitely am looking forward to taking care of and loving all of my children that i recently have um, or currently have listen nick if you want to keep having babies that's totally up to you it's nothing wrong with having a large family i myself well i probably wouldn't pop out i i'm 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 open to popping out maybe like one more (laughs) and you know adding that one to my bonus to the child I already have and my bonus children but I'm not like I'm I'm a firm believer in big families like it's nothing like that and especially if the mom and the dad is active in the children's lives like there's nothing wrong with a big family but it is what it is nobody's knocking you Nick have those babies if you if you want to all right, so, oh my gosh, I have so much to talk to you guys about. Hold on, let me make sure. I want to save this one, this piece for um, when I get to that. So let's get back to this Black Lives Matter um, leader. Um, now, you know, Patrice Collier's, um, she recently had the, the run-in with Candace Owens, Candace showing up to her property, saying that she wanted to speak to her about... Um, you know, whether or not the the property was actually being used for Black Lives Matter or did she get that property for her? Did she use the proceeds to buy these properties for herself? But more came out. Um, So the former Black Lives Matter leader did admit to previous um, previously that her sister, mother and brother were employed with the organization, which am I opposed to that? No, bring the keep it in the family, bring the family in. But listen, um, the co-founder Patrice Collier says um, receives $120, I mean, $120,000 for consulting fees and reimburse Black Lives Matter seven, 70, um, $73,523 um, for a charter flight. So she took a charter flight and she reimbursed the money back, which was $73,520. Um, but she received $120,000 for a consultation fee through the organization. And that's one. She denies making any money from Black Lives Matter for personal matters and says all purchases, including the lavish $6 million L.A. mansion, were legit. Now, the father of um, her baby daddy, Damon Turner, was paid nearly $970,000 to help produce live events. I'm going to repeat that number. $970,000 to produce live events. Her brother, Paul Collars, 
um, curlers, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, but you, you work with me, received more than $840,000 for providing security services to the foundation. Again, that number is $840,000. Um, and that was for security services for the foundation. Fellow Black Lives Matter, um, Shalomaya, um, yeah, Shalomaya Briars was paid more than $2.1 million for providing operational support. Again, that's $2.1 million for providing operational support. Um, the uh, founder, Patrice, resigned from Black Lives Matter last year amid a wave of scrutiny surrounding the um, charity's finances. She has repeatedly denied claims that she took any money from Black Lives Matter for personal matters and has reiterated that all of the purchases and transactions, including the lavish $6 million home in L.A., Dub Studio City were legitimate. Um, no, I just I don't know um, exactly how to like feel about that. Like you know, like are you taking money from the fund? Did you guys take money? Because all right, for them to be paid those amounts of money is like crazy because you damn near paid everybody damn near a million dollars a piece. And one person got 1.2 million, but the rest of them were close to a million um, a piece. And like, it would be one thing if the proceeds were like, all right, they weren't paid that, but the money was put for the budget for said events and said security if that was the security budget, but for them to be paid that, I don't know. So we're going to investigate a little bit more on the situation because the more we hear about it, the more it comes out. And I don't hear any of the mothers of the fallen receiving any proceeds, any, I haven't heard of any help or donations made towards their cause. Like I haven't heard of anything. So we're going to see how this plays itself out. Cause it's, it's, a horrible thing if you're taking advantage of a cause that's supposed to be for our people, um, to stand up for the rights of our people. That's disgusting. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, so, oh my gosh, I, I, I'm so, I don't even know if I want to talk about this, but we're going to talk about it. It's almost been two months since Chris, <laughs> Chris Rock was assaulted by, um, Will Smith, but let's get into it. So it's almost been two months since the unfortunate slap seen around the world um, occurred when Will Smith shocked this, uh, shocked the audience by slapping Chris Rock during the, this year's Oscar ceremony. A lot has happened since then, including Will being banned from the Academy Awards for the total of 10 years. But now Chris has some very good news um, come his way, courtesy of ABC. During a recent exclusive interview with um, Deadline, um, ABC, um, Deadline, ABC president of entertainment, Craig Eric, um, said that despite the intense controversy that followed the Oscar slab, the network is fully open to Chris Rock hosting next year's award show. The decision is likely due to any industry insiders praising how Chris handled the situation despite being assaulted on stage. Um, you'll recall that Chris has previously hosted the Oscars between um, twice before. So it was once back in 2005 and the other time was in 2016, which I honestly believe that is the beginning of the Chris, Will, and Jada shenanigans. Um, my assessment of the Oscars was that it, it was really successful, um, a successful year for the show, because mm -hmm, I'm going to get to that in a minute. And obviously, um, there was a lot of controversy, which overshadowed a lot of overshadowed a lot of the positive, positive things about the show. But I'm really happy with the program, even more, um, even before the unfortunate moment the show started off um up year over year um we came back in a big way so that's what the president of 
and um entertainment said from ABC. Now let me get to this real quick, and I'm I'm gonna be keep it brief. Um, it was successful because of the slap. Let's not get it twisted. With controversy, when you have controversy, it always brings the views. It's always gonna bring. When you have something crazy happen on a situation, it's always gonna pick the ratings up. Let me just say. The ratings weren't that great before that smack. And then after that smack, everybody turned and was trying to watch the Oscars. So, yeah, you kind of have... That's why they didn't take that Oscar back from Will Smith, because you kind of have him to thank for that a little bit, too. Um, And that's why they're bringing Chris Rock back, because that kind of helped their ratings, because that's how this goes in the entertainment world. It helped their ratings. Let's be real. Let's keep it a buck. Um, So, yeah. That's that. I'm not going to speak on that until, unless there's some other news that we have to get to. Hold on. I want to make sure that we cover it. Oh, no. I got to keep that one because we're not <laughs> we're not done yet. Um, so, mm, University of Illinois Chicago wants to ban the word obesity. Yeah, you heard me. They want to ban the word, and I'm going to give you the intel. The University of Illinois Chicago School of Public Health published a health brief titled Addressing Weight Stigma and Fat Phobia in Public Health that that explored the association between racism, weight, and health. Amanda Montgomery, who is a registered dietitian, believes that the public health's focus on providing obesity has brought um, in an increased negative attitudes towards people with larger bodies. The brief claims that public health approaches related um, related to um, well approaches related to obesity can have harmful um, be can be harmful because of the focus on one outcome, which is weight loss, which is true. Um, and because it tends to ignore the root of the cause of the issue, Montgomery wrote that race scientists include Charles Darwin created a hierarchy of civilization that places people of color, specifically black people, at the bottom because they were considered to be less civilized, which was justified by fatness and other Deferring body um, body characteristics. Now, the crazy part about that, I, I want to speak on that a little bit, and um, this is the reason why I put that. That was a part. Okay, I got to keep this for right now. Um, is because I just had this conversation earlier today with my beloved. Um, and the thing is, when it comes to African American people, there are a lot of stigmas. One is our bodies are different. If they don't see us as we got to be mentally stronger and we're we're stronger and and they're scared of us because our physical attributes make us intimidating if it's not that then it's that stigma on what it what our body should look like like i've heard girls of other races tell black girls that they're fat because their butts are fat let alone but then again they turn around and they go get um, BBLs and you know what I mean like so uh, this country is weird when it comes to like I I don't like the word obesity but you know it is what it is like you know so we'll see how that turns out it's weird I don't like when people are fat shamed anyway so we'll see how that turns out let's get to this and it's these go together so let's get to uh, 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 uh. Let's get, because it's a lot to discuss about this situation. Um, let's get to YFN Lucci. Um, so according to documents exclusively attained by, and we're going to give them props to Shaver, um, Lucci, Rashawn Bennett, his lawyer has filed an emergency bond hearing um, with the Fulton County. Um, on May 13th, Lucci's lawyer filed a supplemental emergency hearing a motion in addition to the one he filed in March after he was allegedly stabbed with a shank um, repeatedly inside the Fulton County Jail. According to the documents, the motion cites that 
YSL RICO indictment that alleges two of Young Thug's associates received permission from him to make a second attempt of murder on YFN Lucci. The indictment specifically names Mr. Barnett, I mean Bennett, and, I'm sorry, Mr. Bennett as a victim of numerous um, situations. So, the reason why I wanted to save that for the next thing I'm going to talk about, because we know if we've paid attention, that young thug has been arrested and is also being held in Fulton County um, Correctional Facilities. So, um, no, I'm sorry. Is he? No, I think they separated them. But let's get to that. Hold on, let me make sure. If I'm not mistaken, and I have... Oh, no. No, no, no. They're all, they're all in Fulton County. Let me get this real quick. No, they're all in Fulton County. <laughs> so it makes it sticky, right? I don't know what goes down in Atlanta. I don't live there. I live in Baltimore, and I know it gets hectic in Baltimore, right? So I can imagine, I can only imagine that it definitely gets hectic in um, Atlanta. But I want to play this really quick. So bear with me. Give me one second. I just need to get where I need to get so we can get to that. Um, so pair with the girl. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Don't rush me. Um, but I wanted to play this brief. Hold on. Clip. Um, let me turn my Bluetooth on. Now, because of this, there has been... I'm going to read this first and then we'll get to the clip, right? So... Um, the Cobb County Sheriff's Office is respond, um, responding to complaints about the conditions inside the jail where Young Thug is currently being held. Um, a jail official says, nah, I'm going to play this and then we'll get to it. So listen, are we on? Hold on. I'm waiting for my Bluetooth to connect. Hold on, y'all, because I don't really have to read this. I could just really tell you. <laughs> Just don't. Okay, we on. All right, we good, we good, we good. All right, I'm going to play this for y'all, and then we'll talk about it some more in a second. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. All right, hold on. We're going to come back in here one second. We needed to connect. Everything seems to be. Okay, here we go. We got it. What? Oh, shit. All right, so give me one second, y'all. I'm waiting for this to come in and connect, which it takes the time, but I'm just going to read until it hops in there because it's acting crazy right now. But nonetheless, damn, what? When attorneys for Atlanta rapper Young Thug filed a motion for an emergency hearing for bond describing the Cobb County jail conditions as inhumane and torturous, civil rights organizations like the Southern Christian Leadership Conference didn't waste any time getting a firsthand look inside the facility. The purpose of today was to let the community know that we're not doing anything that we don't want them to see. Um, we're running a above board jail um, and we want anybody and everybody to know that. But this is a jail. It is a detention center. It's not the Fritz Carlton. This would be the um Okay. So I wanted to play that really quick. So that is the head of corrections. And that is also um a a, a, a prominent member of the community of oh. <laughs> thanks, babes. Um so anyway, that's a, also a prominent member of the um, the Fulton County jail system as well. But they told you what the purpose was. Um, but Young Thug's lawyers filed an emergency motion for a bond hearing due to the inhumane housing. Um, Young Thug isn't adjusting well to the food and he, he's been served behind bars. It's been reported that the lifestyle the rapper previously complained of living in is dungeon-like um, in the jail, where he's been held since his arrest in connection with the, the heap of RICO charges last week. Let me just say this. You're in jail. You're not going to get 
five star. <laughs> like, um, so here's some of the food they said they had in there. Um, that he's been served since he's been in there. Um, four ounces of sloppy Joe, um, sloppy Joe's. This is his weekly food schedule. Um, four ounces of sloppy Joe's ranch, pinto beans, carrots, and a baked roll on the first dinner meal. Uh, that was in, in of incarceration. So that's what he got for dessert. He was reportedly treated to um, sweet tea and a fudge brownie. What? Boy, you are having... Stop, oh. But you are having... You got all of that. All right, the following day, he he was woken up um, to just over a cup of corn grits, potatoes, um, country gravy and rice. I mean, and juice. I'm sorry. Country gravy and um, juice. Um, throughout the first week behind bars, records revealed that Thugger had eaten corn grits three times, while his other meals usually consisted of hash browns, bran muffins, and oatmeal. Listen, when you in jail, you do not get five-star restaurant stuff. Like, you got to stop complaining, do you in jail? I hope you didn't do none of the stuff that they said that, that you did. But if you did, that's why you being served what you being served, because you're in jail. And that's what happens when you're in jail. Y'all got to play this commercial, because this dude is crazy. He driving me crazy. You're in jail. And nobody cares if you're a celebrity once you go to jail. Once you go to... They didn't care that Tupac was a celebrity when he was in jail. He was getting jail treatment. They don't care about... I don't even know how Takashi was treated because he his circumstances was different. But no, once you're in jail, I know uh, Casanova not getting special treatment because he in jail. He in jail too. Like, come, come on, dude. Anyway, check this commercial really quick. Let me take a, a quick water break. What does getting it all done actually look like? A lot like this. Meet your new workspace. Oh, uh, I'm not sharing the right screen, am I? Let's try this again. Meet your new workspace. Your whole team, right here. Let me just, uh, sorry, Karen. All those projects on hold, just a click away from complete. Success is closer than you think. It's actually over there, right next to your success manager. It's built to expand as needed. The perfect freelancer for every project? Yes, please. Go ahead. You can use the F word as much as you want here. This is your selection of global freelance talent that never sleeps. All vetted for their excellence and their expertise. Love you, Kevin. Only thing left? Add your favorites to your list and share with your team. Okay, not all of them. Leave it to them to tackle all your business needs, leaving you free. Well, at least free to get more done. That's how fast they work. Ready to transform your business? Oh, that looks good. Love that. Approved. Oh, still sharing my screen. I had to calm my nerves, y'all. I'm sorry because uh, Thugger, you are in jail. You're not gonna get no special treatment just because you're a rapper and you're from Atlanta too. But <clears throat> that don't matter. You a rapper, and I think a lot of y'all forgot about the hip hop police. <laughs> I think a lot of y'all forgot they exist. They're there. They're part of the feds. They're part of all of their intent is to. Watch what y'all say, but now, um, I think wait a minute, is that in my because I think I did. We're going to talk about that too. I think, think, think. Hold on, let me check. Um, I think that's in my notes. We're going to see if we get there, but I'll get to that. Like, one thing that they're not able to do, and I hope it's in my notes, but one thing that they're not able to do any anymore is to use the lyrics of people's songs to indict them. So hopefully that's in my notes. So, but if not, we'll talk about it next Monday. I mean, on Monday, immediate Monday. But um, all right, let's get to I'm going to lighten it up a little bit because the next place I'm going to go after this is going to dive into some things that happened recently that don't make us so happy that it happened, but this information needs to come out. So I'm going to give it. But let's 
lighten things up. So if you are a creator, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, y'all. I got alarms. But if you are creative, a creator, if you do like videos like on TikTok or whatever, specifically TikTok, let me give y'all some information really quick. So um, we've seen a, new, a, a, a number of creators be left in the dark because someone stole their um, viral content and passed it off as their own. I've seen that happen a million times, especially like with these dance crazes. Like that happens all the time. Well, now TikTok is now introducing a new tool to put an end to all of that for once and for all. It might happen. We'll see. The company is now allowing users to tag and credit their favorite creators with the launch of these creating tools. Creators will have the ability to directly tag, mention, and credit a video in their description, showcasing the diverse voices on the platform and the strength of the TikTok community. Whether taking part in in the latest trend, attending, um, adding a punchline or a joke, or creating the next viral sound, creators can easily and directly cite their inspiration. To use this new creating um, tool, you create and edit on um, TikTok, you know, how, how you normally would do. Um, and then once posting um, one, on, on the posting page, tap the new video icon. Once the new video, um, once the the video tag page, you can tag the page from there and then select select who you want to tag and they'll get a mention. I think that's genius because, again, I've seen a million times over creators get dicked over because somebody stole their shit and nobody is giving them credit for it. Nobody mentions them in there. Now, this is the thing, though. Although that option is there, I want to see how many people actually really use the fucking tool and actually credit other people for their work. You feel me? Like, they put the work in, why shouldn't they receive credits for it? So we'll see how that goes. Um, Y'all, we got to go to this next... Let's see. It's a lot to unpack about this young man, but I'm gonna do my best. I did play on um, Monday. Hold on. Let's just put this to the side for right now. I did play because all of this, yeah, you know, all of this is about him. I did play on Monday um, a clip of the manager from the store um, in Buffalo, and she told y'all what happened to her, but I'm gonna give a little bit more intel about what's going on right now. So, we've received more details about the the young man who was responsible for the loss of lives in Buffalo. His name is Peyton um, Jen Drawn. I don't know if I said it right, and I really don't care because he doesn't deserve any respect anyway. Um, he was a an 18-year-old self-professed. That's why that whole mental health thing that they tried, that narrative they tried to spin, well, this this debunks all of that. Um, he was an 18-year-old self, um, self-professed self white supremacist who fatally took 10 lives um, at the Buffalo supermarket on Saturday, this Saturday that just passed, once stabbed and beheaded a cat. Like, he might have some issues, but See, this is why you lock him up so that he don't, you don't have to deal with these issues. According to multiple outlets citing his disturbing outline. But see, this is the narrative. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Um, online journal entry. Peyton um, detailed his sick animal attack and an entry posted on March 25th on, dis- on, on the Discord app. Mm, you got to watch Discord, y'all. Watch our babies on Discord, too, because they, they, they're on it. According to the New York Post, he justified the act by saying that the animal had been attacking his family cat, Paige. Anyway, when I came home at 1030, this is what he said. When I came home at 1030, I was eating pizza bites when I, I heard my cat, Paige, scream from the garage, the team wrote. I quickly entered... Um, I quickly entered and the gray cat was attacking her. Then I spent the next hour and a half chasing the cat around the garage and stabbing it with my knife. This is what he said, the camo one. So he was specific about what one it was. Um, giving a graphic details while sharing photos 
Um, Peyton said uh, it bled from the mouth at about 11, um, 11 o'clock and at about 11.45, I was able to grab the cat's tail and wind it up and smack the cat's head on the concrete ground. He wrote, I did that a few times and when it went limp, I grabbed a hatchet and swung, um, swung it at its next 20 times until it came off. This boy was sick, so he might have had mental issues. Like, I mean, like it, he might have been disturbed. But here's the problem I have with that, right? Because they put that out there now, right? But is it to spin that he's mentally unfit narrative? Are they going to do what they did with the um the young man that uh did we that shot the other man? Well, the, the even though that was a Caucasian man, but are they going to do let him go like let him free like they did him? Um, I'm questioning. I'm questioning that. I really, really am. Okay, we're gonna. We got to hop this. Okay. So a woman says her biracial son who identifies as black is no longer wants to do his chores because he has different perspective on. Okay. No, that's a whole nother story. And I got that too close to this one. Um, so let me, I'll get back to that in a minute. Okay. So additional, uh, let's see. Hey, Okay, so 13 people were shot um, in total. 11 of those 13 people were black. Okay, the public previously learned that Peyton wrote an anti-black slur on the barrel of what has been identified as a Bushmaster XM-15 assault rifle. This was visibly seen in the footage where, I don't know if you guys seen it, but it is footage where he pointed the gun at a man and realized that that man was Caucasian, apologized to him, and then commenced to keep going through the store. Um, so that 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 rifle was seen there. He he definitely apologized to. Him. So um, it turns out he reportedly wrote a whole lot more using whiteout. Um, per the this is what the New York Times is report, reporting. Um, so I don't have the writings, y'all know. I don't really like to show you know that kind of stuff on here because it's disturbing but you can go online and see it is available he also reportedly wrote a manifesto featuring 180 pages centered on replacement theory which is a false ideology that white people were being replaced by non-white people more is developing on that story oh my gosh it's a lot to talk about about this young man but his family this is the part that I want to get to. His family is saying that um, COVID has something to do with why he did what he did, saying that, you know, um, being the fact that he had to stay, he went, <laughs> wait, well, let me read this the right way. Cause I don't, I don't want to misread. I don't want to miss say anything. So um, like, it's hard for people to leave anything isn't mental illness this day but sometimes it's just racism and i think that that's the part that most people need to get through their head sometimes it's just racism um they also said that they had no clue that um he was an alleged white supremacist this is his family um but this is the all right so they told the post on monday that the 18 year old peyton um, Peyton likely snapped because he was paranoid and had been isolated due to pan to the pandemic. So they're trying to blame it on COVID for why he lost his ever loving mind, and that's not cool. Um, it's not cool at all. But wait, I have one thing I think I got rid of. But then there's this other situation, and I don't really need the paper for that. Um, I think I hold on. I think I threw it down here by accident. Hold on. Because I had a lot of notes. There's a lot of things I wanted to get through. But there is this whole critical race theory thing that's been going around lately. And it's been up for contingency, too. Like, a lot of people have been talking about that. And here's the thing. Racism is always going to be around. There are always going to be people who are ignorant 
and have no clue about their their genetics and their DNA and where they came from and how far everybody's roots reach across the world. Like I find more things out about myself every day. And so although I am majority African, I find out a little bit more about myself every day. Because the more people that test their DNA, the more family members I find, the more I find out about who my people really are, who I share DNA with, um, what countries they come from. And not all of them are African countries. You feel me? Some are countries in Europe. You feel me? Like, the more I find out... I find out that, well, I found out that I, if anybody ever told me to go back to where I came from, I could say that I belong here more than you. I could say that. You know how all black people be like, I got Indian in my family. Well, I actually freaking do. So, like, it's very, it, it blows my mind how racism exists specifically in this country above all countries because this is a melting pot of races. Um, but it's here and it's been here for decades and decades and decades. I want to lighten things back up. Um, I think everything else from this point on will be slight work, light work. I don't think we're going to go. Yeah, everything else should be positive from here on out. <laughs> I needed to get all of that shenanigans out of here. All right. So for um, Boost Mobile customers, I don't know how many it still exists, but there are some that are still out here. Here is what you need to know. Boost Mobile will allow customers to watch ads and play games in exchange for a lower phone bill. How about that? I might need to get back on Boost Mobile. Hold on. I don't know because one thing I learned about Boost, Mo Boost Mobile is this, right? In certain areas, the reception is horrible because they were with Sprint. But if Sprint and T-Mobile got together... Does that include Boost Mobile? I don't know. Somebody tell me. But anyway, so um, Boost Mobile is giving its customers a way to lower their bills by playing games and watching ads. So if you could lower your phone bill by just playing games and watching some ads, would you do it? I definitely would. Would Well, now Boost Mobile customers have the um, very that very chance. The phone company has introduced Boost Coins, a blockchain-backed form of payment that can earn you um you can earn through watching games and playing playing um watching TV um watching commercials and playing games. And if you play games then you know the commercials usually I know I play a lot of games on my phone and commercials usually come through and we don't want them but they come anyway. Um the Verge report reports that you can get boost coins by downloading the Carrier's Boost One app and taking part of the app's games and ads. However, one boost boost coins has the value of one cent. So watching several seconds of an ad can earn a person two boost coins while playing a game could um, give a person five cents to five dollars. So um, they're not making it easy for y'all, just to let you know. But maybe that's the option for you, especially if you're having a hard time paying your phone bill right now or like, you know. It's hard times for a lot of people. So that is very beneficial to all Boost Mobile customers. Again, I don't know if I want to switch back to Boost Mobile. I used to have a Boost Mobile phone back in the day. They didn't have Boost co Coins then, though. It was a different kind of world. What time is it? I got to keep track on the time. It was a different kind of world when I had Boost Mobile. But they hating. They should have brought that to the table. <laughs> should have brought that to the table back then i'm trying to tell you i would have played all the games i would have watched all the commercials i'm trying to tell you mm, i need t-mobile to do that um okay so this is crazy because this is something that happened back in the day but it's been brought back to the light now i'm gonna give credit to one of my favorite youtubers because he does these surviving series. His name is Sean Davey Way, and I watch him whenever he has a new video. I love Sean Davey Way. Um, he's very entertaining. He brings the tea. Um, but he had brought something up. But some kind of way, I think whoever was whoever brought this to um, you know, the Daily Beast, 
has to watch Sean Davey Wade's show because how did it get there? How did this come back up? I'm interested to know. So we, I'm going to dig deep and find out how that came back up. But nonetheless, Sean Paul, Beyonce, and Jay-Z are back in the headlines again. Um, so listen to this. So it looks like Sean Paul is clearing up rumors that um, of him having a situationship with Beyonce after the hit song Baby Boy, which I love that song, by the way. It's one of my favorite songs. Um, Cause yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll get to that later. Which he has his first number one single, the, his first number one single was that song with Beyonce. Um, when he was asked by the Daily Beast, um, Marlo Stern, in an article published Monday, whether he had dated the Grammy winner, Sean Paul answered, nah, I wish I did. She's beautiful. I'm just saying, beauty is beauty. Um, he said he was excited when she asked him to work with her, but soon a rumor started to spread that the two were together. Now that was he said that was just a rumor. Um, he had to have a talk about it. Um, we have to we had to have a, a talk about it. Said Paul, explaining that their conversation came after the first two times they performed the song. Um, we had just three performances, um, and one was a reggae summer fest or some fest. At the time, we were both on the Rock the Mic tour. This was in 2003. Paul said she wasn't on it every day, but she would come to certain dates and do the song Crazy in Love with Jay-Z. One day we left to do the video and then play um, Sunfest. That was the first time. The second time was in LA and a strange thing happened. I think that's what started the rumors. Strange things started to happen at the performances, which was weird. After laying low, for, um, so, no, nah, okay, that stops there. So he's saying, he's basically letting y'all know that that never happened. Um, and so let it go. Stop saying they dated. He said, don't say it no more. I mean, he didn't really say it. I'm just saying that's what the article said to me. <laughs> That's what it said to me. Stop. I didn't, we didn't do nothing. It was just a song. It was a great song, but it was just a song. We didn't do anything. So, um, yeah. Yeah. He said they never dated. So I guess all we can do is trust the words of Sean Paul and definitely Jay-Z and Beyonce because they ain't going to say they ever dated. I mean, that's Jay-Z's wife for God's sakes. Um, so let's get to Travis Scott. I told y'all. He came out of the work works. He did the um, Billboard Music Awards, which is great. It was good to see him finally back out because, to be honest, I'm going to give my synopsis to that in a second. But it's good to see him out and about. But also, lately, after after Land Lord, Travis Scott is slowly making a comeback. He recently, I told y'all, he performed, and he was at a club in Miami. I didn't bring that up. Um, and now he's giving back a seven-figure donation. According to TMZ TV, Travis Scott has donated $1 million in scholarships and it will go to 100 students who are enrolled in HBCUs, Black Love, let's go, um, across the country and are on track to graduate this year. The soon-to-be grads are each getting a $10,000 scholarship from Travis, um, previously established um established Wayman Webster Scholarship Fund and the recipients finish their final semester with the grade point average of a 3.5 grade point average. Travis wanted to ensure they cross the finish line and aren't affected by the last minute financial hurdles. So he's just trying to make sure that they get in. Um, so it's 38 schools that includes Alabama A&M University, Central State University, Grambling University, Jackson State University, Morehouse College, Texas Southern University, and more. One million in scholarships are also a part of Travis Project Hill Initiative, which he launched in March with a $5 million donation, donation to community-based programs. Scott said that the settlement... Um, I mean, said in a statement, excellence, um, 
in every black household and, and, and like you need it in every ho black household but too often unfortunately does not see that's what i like the black students were left behind and counted out so that's why my family and i set out to to create change we congratulate all 100 scholarship recipients this year i know we will see great things from them and we are ready already looking forward to increasing our work next year how about that now listen i know that whole astral world thing happened i still am on the fence about a lot of things because like i said when you got 500 500 people in the audience it's impossible to see and hear every single person i did hear that the security that covered the astral world situation is the same security that that cover um, Dave Chappelle's event where he recently got tackled. So if they couldn't even handle that one person, how they handled them 500,000 people, and, and most of which didn't even belong in there, they broke in. So it's just, it's crazy. Um, so shout out to Travis Scott, you know what I mean? Like, I like to see people doing big things for, for our people. You know what I mean? People of color, and we deserve it. And um, I think that you know, people should let, I'm not saying let go of the astral world thing, but don't, don't blame everything on him because all of that was not his fault. All right. And the last but not least, this is the last thing I'm going to talk about tonight, but it's something that, mm, what baby? Oh, what I'm about. I can't even say what I want to say to him because he's saying something, but I have one. See? But anyway, um, I don't know how that's possible. Anyway, um, so last but not least, this is the last thing I'm going to talk about, and then I got to show my love. <laughs> I'm Star Wars. So, The Force was in full effect in May 1980 when Star Wars sequel, The Empire Strikes Back, introduced the intergalactic charmer <laughs> and scoundrel Lando um, to the franchise. If you don't know who played Lando, it was Billy D. Williams. Um, you know, at the time, he was definitely a heartthrob showing, oh, he had the ladies losing it. I don't know. Did he have the Colt 45 commercials yet? <laughs> he was killing the game. He was the the quintessential heartthrob of the 70s. Um, Lando was the second black character character to have a significant and reoccurring role in the popular science fiction film um, and television film. First of all, if you it, most people don't know me, but if you know me, you know. Well, no, you can see it's evident in my little situation i got baby yoda over there i got a pop um Luke skywalker i got a pop princess leia i got the, the the star wars bible behind me i got um baby yoda pictures in here i even have a star wars bug somewhere around oh it's in my room um but i am a, a big big star wars fan so when those kind of things pop up you know, i might gotta tell y'all about them i might i might i might just have to um, it's just what it is. I might have to, but I am going to play a quick commercial really, really quick. And then I'm going to come back and show some love. The reason why I'm going to play this commercial is because I need some water. My throat is dry and I need to drink some water real quick. So we're going to play this. And since somebody sending me messages about what I got going on around here, check this out. From the bottom, which I rose, peace capture my soul. Always did what's in my heart while they did what they was told. Never planned both sides, not feel what I chose. New apparel for the spring, rock the scully in the cold. This is music from the soul, way beneath the surface. It'll all be worth it, soon as you make a purchase. Clowns and hip-hop, got it looking like a circus. You ain't rapping for your people, what's your purpose? No love lost, no shade, no 50 plan, no cut. Cause late night app, dip my chicken with my duck sauce. Got a fetish with that bread that I chase. Where I'm from, nobody see. See the struggle on my face. I walk with God every single day. I pray, blessed with the gift of right, so the message get relayed. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I had the water, y'all. I was talking a lot. I got it, uh, and I'm about to talk a lot right now because I got to show love. 
This list that I'm about to read off, if you have watched the show, you already know what this list is. If you have listened to the show, you already know what this list is. But if you're new to the show, this list is my listening audience. These are the people who come and download this podcast faithfully. Hold on. Mm -hmm. They do. They show love. Um, We love them. We appreciate them over here. And man, they're extraordinary. Um, so I'm going to show them some love. We are in currently 22 countries and territories, and we're grateful. Don't ever get it twisted. Um, but it's three particular countries that I have to show a lot of love to first before I get into the rest of my family that I love over here. Um, first, the United States, my country. Y'all hold me down. I love you. I love you, United States. Thank you for coming in and listening to this podcast. Secondly, France, hi babies, love you. I love you guys so much. France, we coming through. They come through. They check the fo- the podcast. Ah, France, I love you. I-, I know people get upset when I say it, but I need to get to France. There's so much history and culture there. Third, the United Kingdom, also my peoples. You know, part of my DNA, my ancestry. Got to get there too. Working my way over there because if I can get to the United Kingdom, I can get to France. I can get to all of that in one smooth pot. But we'll, we'll eventually we'll get there one day. After that, um, Germany. Hi, Germany. I love you too. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming through and checking the podcast. India, Brazil, Netherlands, Singapore, um, South Africa, Spain, Philippines, Belgium, Australia, Japan, Mexico, Ireland, Nepal, Mauritius. Israel, Canada, Hong Kong, and last but not least, Russia. Thank you for coming through and checking this podcast. You didn't have to, but you do, and I appreciate all of you for doing so. I'm going to get to most of as many cities as I can, but it's too many for me to go through all the whole list. I'm just going to do it how I do it. Columbus, Ohio, I appreciate you. Hi, babies. Love you. San Jose, my day ones. I love you. I love you so much, San Jose. Y'all have no clue. Shout out to Cali. Um, Baltimore, Maryland, my city. And what's up, y'all? Love y'all. No, France. I will not butcher the name of this city, but I love you too. Um, Spring Valley, Nevada. I love you. Frankfurt. Hi, Germany. Thank you, Frankfurt, Germany. Um, Washington, Virginia. Hi. Thanks. Ashburn, Virginia. Hello. Um, North Las Vegas, Nevada, because I keep telling y'all it's more than one part of Nevada, but this is North Las Vegas, Nevada. I love you. Norton Shores, Michigan. I love you. Shout out to the Shy, Chicago, Illinois. What's up? Um, Borman, Oregon, Atlanta, Georgia. Hi, ATL. Las Vegas, the other part of Vegas. Las Vegas, Nevada. I love you. Orange Mills, Maryland. I love you too. Pikesville, Maryland. I love you. Boulder City, Nevada. And no India. I cannot do this to the name of the city, but I love you. And last but not least, um, no, I'm going to do like three more. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Randallstown, Maryland, and Singapore, Singapore. I love you guys. Thanks. I love you. Thank you for coming to the show. Listen, a lot of things. We talked about a lot of things today. Um, some things needed to be talked about. Some things were unavoidable. Um, but I think the most important thing is this. If you're in jail, young thug, you don't get special treatment. You don't get a special menu. Um, you just, you just don't, you don't. It's just not how jail is set up. Trust me. I don't ever want to be in jail ever again, but that's just not how it's set up. And until you can prove yourself innocent. This is the life that you have to live because they didn't give you a bond, sir. So you just got to deal with it. Leave YF and Lucci alone so that way maybe you can get some freedom and then you can eat whatever you want. Uh, What else? To the young man from the NYC, I hope they throw you under the jail. I do. I hope they throw you under the jail. You don't deserve your freedom. You took lives. I don't care how you feel about people. Nobody deserves for their life to be taken because you decide that that's what you want to do. That's not your place. Um, I always advocate staying in your lane. And that wasn't your lane, sir. That was ridiculous. And then what you did to the cat, like leave cats alone. I am a cat and I don't like it. Don't do that to cats. Leave cats alone. Seriously. Nick Cannon, sir, if you want to keep having babies, fine. 
I'm not opposed to it. Like I said, I'm all for big families. Um, but if you don't, then that's your prerogative. And nobody has any leg to stand on to tell you what you should and you should not be doing with your lower region. Um, what, else? what else is going on? Oh, Travis Scott. Big up to Travis Scott. Big love to Travis Scott. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see you bouncing back, dude. Like, don't let them put you in a corner. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Don't let them do that to you. You know, you got a lot to do out here. And unfortunately, that Astral World thing happened. But you still got, you, you're still here to serve a purpose. You still have things that you have to accomplish out here. And so I would just say, you know, we live and we learn. In the mosh pit thing, you might want, not want to do so much. Um, these days because it's kind of dangerous and you've seen what happened to the people there and just just be easy baby but listen remember to like share and subscribe to this podcast we need y'all so much we need y'all help to you know what I mean it keeps us running keeps us doing what we do remember everything that we said on this podcast was alleged we don't know we weren't there Drop a comment. Come through. Show some love. Again, like, share, and subscribe. Check out our website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Again, the website is www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. I want to know why this mouse is bugging right now, but that's all right. We got it. Um, We're on all streaming sites. Apple. (sighs) Apple everything. (laughs) Spotify. iHeartRadio. Um... Amazon Music. We are everywhere. So just come through and check us. You want to be on the show? Hit us up. Ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. Um, also remember any music that we play on this podcast, we have permission to play. We wouldn't play it if we didn't have the permission. Um, that's just not how we get down at all. Um, we love you guys so much. We do. Um, so I gotta give my closing remarks, which is this: mind your fucking business. Come over here. Let me give you the bit. Let me give you the tea. Let me get in people' business and bring it to you. But minding your business will keep you safe every time. Love your babies. Hug your babies. Tell them how great they are. Encourage their little brains because they're gonna get bigger and then they're gonna do great things. Like I said, if they wanna work for NASA, then tell them they can work for NASA. They can do whatever they put. They wanna be an astronaut. Let them encourage them to be the best astronaut that they can ever freaking be. Um, but encourage them at the end of the day and make sure you tell you love them and hug them and kiss them and just be great parents. And um, last but not least, thank you, Lane. Your lane is over there. My lane is over here. Collisions happen when you cross lanes and it's not good. So just stay in your lane and and everything will be great. And with that being said, I love you guys. Have a great night. Um, Stay safe. Stay out of trouble and just chill. And good night. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got something for y'all because this is coming. To those who are listening, remember May the 28th. Tony Hasbon. To those watching, check this out and good night.